The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Well, the Celtics and Timberwolves still atop their mighty perches of their respective conferences. But OKC and Orlando right at their heels. It's kind of amazing to watch. And we'll get into all of that and the state of the Utah Jazz with Deseret beat writer Sarah Todd on today's episode. I'm Miles Gray. And I'm Jack O'Brien. And this is Miles Miles and Jack on Mad Boosties. Oh, Sarah Todd, you're back. She finally. back. One of our favorites. It's so good to have you. Uh, how are you? How is it being a, a beat reporter? How is it being the co-host of the Unsalvageable podcast uh, with former guest, former <laughs> guest Greg it? Foster? What how is that? Those now, are the light slugs up top. It's <laughs> like uh, LeBron James. It's it's pretty good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, All right. 11, 11 years into beat writing, how is it? It's the yeah. same. Okay, good to know. Good to know. <laughs> and what is it with beat writing? What is it about it? Are, what are is you making beats? The by Dre, uh, the fact <laughs> that Timberwolves, OKC, and Orlando are three of the top four teams is not like that. We nobody had that coming. Into Absolutely this not. No. This is this is very fun. This you had it little... in a fun way, OKC. You know, I did have OKC. Like in a jokey way, you're always like, oh, yeah, jokey. oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I guess now, I'm sorry, very put serious. Put my money where my mouth is. That's true. You did put it where your mouth um, is. But I, that's only if they win the title. Um, <laughs> but the Timberwolves, like Anthony Edwards being as good as he is, this is, I, I, I'm so happy. I I'm felt so like, happy. I felt like a couple of months ago, we were like, okay, go bear and cat yeah we'll see if this whole Everyone thing works in the off Every, season. everybody and now look at us now look at us sarah are you what are, who are you most shocked by well i'm looking i'm looking right now at what my preseason picks were for like one through eight seeds mm-hmm. um mm. and i had timberwolves at eight in the west oh. thunder at seven um but wow. i had orlando as the bad team you want to watch on league pass that won't be in the top eight <laughs> Yeah. Um, so it is surprising. Yeah. And if you know full honesty here, I have watched a total of two magic games. Mm-hmm. So I don't really understand what's happening because in the <laughs> games that I watched, not great. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it it sounds like it's like Paolo has figured something out too, uh and like their bench has 
become formidable. I think that's the big thing that I gleaned from my light highlight watching. I was like, oh, okay. Is Anthony he Black was still playing incredible now? Incredible last year, though. Yeah, Paolo. Paolo. He is, uh, yeah. and I think he's been playing more because Markel Fultz has been out. But um, yeah, I, and even and Jack, your boy Markel. Markel. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. excited for this team. I, lo- I love a young team that's coming to play, and I, this is where the in-season tournament is going to be fun to like see these teams play, assuming they're not eliminated yet. I don't totally understand it. I don't know why my Sixers are already eliminated. Um, but <laughs> but when, they beat the brakes off the Lakers, who are 4-0 and right now. <laughs> in the in-season tournament games. Yeah. yeah. It's, so, someone call it arbitrary, but I, I do like, I, I respect a team that's able to turn it on for the in-season tournament. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. <laughs> And it, it seems like the Lakers are that. It seems like the Pacers are that. Um, it's going to be fun to see some of these young teams, including the Pacers, uh, you know, play with something on the line in a tournament that has the single elimination of it yeah. all. The tournament that is in the season. Exactly. It is in the season. And that's what the more thing could about be it. said. Exactly. The cash prize on offer. Just call it the NBA Cup. Right. Something easy. Right? Just that's do that. Fun. The Vegas Cup? The NBA Cup? The Jerry because West that's, Cup? That's whatever. what the cup is actually called, the NBA Cup. So just call it that. Oh, yeah. right. Oh, the actual trophy. Yeah, why yeah. not? I mean, I think like most like leagues or sports that have these kinds of tournaments, it's always, it's the, it's, it's ripe for sponsoring, naming yeah. rights. You know, that's it's what you do. The Taco Bell Oh, NBA Cup. Baja yeah, Blast. The Baja, the Baja Blast, Blast. Run, season tournament. Over. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm Baja back. Blast flowing out of the cup. Yeah, yeah. they Stanley fill it cup with, Baja with a Blast. built-in Baja Blast uh, <laughs> fountain. Um, the, just ideas that you're free to take the NBA. <laughs> yes, please. Um, please. I, it feels like LeBron wanting to turn it on for the in-season tournament. I, this is assuming that like the fact that they're 4-0 is randomness. And... Um, but like that, that actually makes sense. I think last week I was like, I'm not expecting big things from the Lakers or like teams like that necessarily who, you know, they won the title a couple of years ago. This won't matter to them, but it does make sense. LeBron wanting to be part of NBA history, winning the first NBA cup. Maybe, maybe they'll call it the LeBron James cup at, yeah. at one point. LeBron we, James's I, cup. We got to go for something we can win. <laughs> You know, I think that's, you know, that's what it's all about. It's about knowing you're finding your spaces and then attacking. You know, right now, we, like I said, that game against the Sixers was horrifying to watch. Uh, And I'm surprised you didn't watch it. It was so funny in that game because even when it was garbage time, like Mo Bamba was killing it against the Lakers. Like (laughs) The Lakers looked so bad that even all of the on the Sixers looked amazing. Yeah, it was. Sixers don't <laughs> have. They just have the next man up. Okay. <laughs> He's back. That's He's right. Back. He's coming back slowly. I know you thought you could quit your Sixers, but it was like so slowly funny when Blake Wexler up. was on. It's the same thing. I was like, I know, I know you said you're past it, but there's no way you can watch this and be like, mm? mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a there's a small flame, a small pilot flame that stays on in right. the heart of Sixers fans. Um, but it takes a lot. They, yeah. we, you're, you're constantly checking the pilot plan. Be like, that thing must be out. Because yeah. this is water is cold. Yeah. This water is icy. <laughs> it's banging the side of it. Nothing happened. Yeah. I've, I've got um, another in-season tournament thought that I want to uh, bang around. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it, the, the risk is that after years of this being a thing, because the NBA is going to keep it, that you know, there's teams that we always say, oh, they're a good regular season team, right? Which just right. means that they're garbage in the postseason. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice way of saying that. And I think that you get, the risk is being the team that's always good in the in-season tournament. And then it becomes yeah. an insult. It's like, oh, they, yeah, they're always really good in the in-season tournament. Yeah. They really turn it on a couple <laughs> Fridays a year. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think that we might be headed towards towards that. So. They're a Vegas team. They yeah. really show up in... Uh, <laughs> In summer league <laughs> and in season tournament, right? Um, right. I think oh, that's no. the worst case scenario. I I feel like if they lock in the you know the stakes, um, if it, like after 
fans have a couple of like really fun single elimination games under their belts, like it starts to become a thing that people will value, you know? Like mm-hmm. there's that one there's that one all-star game where everybody played really hard. And I feel like if that had just like kept going, like that that would have been That was the first year of the they did the Elam ending, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was right. great. That was so fun. That fourth quarter, like yeah. that was crazy. Like if that had kept going, I feel like instead of like everyone would have been like, oh, you know, actually paying attention to who won in in the All Star game. So right, yeah. Maybe we get a, especially if people are playing hard. Um, may, I feel like it needs to be more money. It can't be just a watch for these guys. I mean, it's some people. I mean, yeah. Who is this? Spencer Dinwiddie? Was like, hey, that's a Rolls Royce. So he's got, yeah. you know, he got his eyes I, on something. I did a, a huge article on this during the summer and like dug into it and talked to a bunch of players and like mm-hmm. high paid players, low paid players, like run the gambit. And this, it's not low stakes to anyone. Like even the They're highest, all like, paid, yes, the please. highest paid player is like, I can buy a vacation house somewhere with that. Yeah. That's, yeah. Right. <laughs> and like, also you have to keep in mind that like the, the financial pool for like the regular season and the playoffs like the the postseason pool, uh, the most money that you can win is if you are a number one seed who then goes on to win the finals, like the Nuggets did last season. Right. Yeah. And if you and so last season the Nuggets made the absolute most money that they could because you progressively get more money each round of the playoffs that you continue to go, and that ended up being around four hundred and seventy thousand dollars per person for the Nuggets. Oh wow. wow! Now that is before taxes. And mm-hmm. before they buy the championship rings, because that has to come out of that pool. Right. Yeah. And it's before oh, the championship rings come out of that pool. Yeah. And it's before Man, I would be like, give me a garbage championship ring. Like, <laughs> yeah, give yeah, me like, yeah. like give me give the me wedding foil. band that what I we, have. What if they, they average also, like six figures for the ring? Uh I think it's I mean, I think it's High yeah, five six figures. figures. I think oh, it's yeah, six just figures. about yeah, yeah I'd but, imagine so, like with so then you also every team then like comes together and they vote on who else on staff will be getting part of the pool. And so like that includes trainers and chefs. And they right. always they always vote to give some money to people because they don't want right. to seem like horrible humans. Right. Yeah. Um, and so it ends up being far less than they would get if they just won the answer in tournament. Right. They're like, That's here's 400 cool. bucks, Jamal. Yeah. Uh, and it's not like, like these guys aren't competitive, right? Like they're right. all super competitive. Like that's how they got here in the first place is they right. have that gene where like they're they're all playing cards like constantly. Right. They're playing each other in video games. They're... Right. And like the jazz head coach Will Hardy, the way that he put it, he was like, I can put five dollars on the line during practice for free throws and guys will nearly kill each other to win. <laughs> right. That's great. So yeah. like there, you put five hundred thousand dollars in front of them. Like yeah, they want it. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, right. Because even to your point, it's like the only other way you could get that kind of money, close to that money, is to go from the one seed and win the whole thing, and then even after that, you're left with whatever. So yeah, yeah. The, the Lakers in the COVID year, which was the, pl- the pool was a little bit less in the bubble when they won the championship that year, but not mm-hmm. that much because then escrow rolled out and it all evened out anyways. But right. Uh, once everything was paid, rings bought, etc., every player got a little over a hundred thousand. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and thank you, Jabari. Sent me an article. Uh, the rings can go from twenty to or ten to four hundred, twenty to forty thousand, and some to even exceed a hundred thousand. So I guess it all depends on how drippy uh, your ring is. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I see. Yeah, that's that's a lot of watches. That's a lot of the watches I normally buy. Uh, yeah. For five hundred thousand. <laughs> About um, State of the Jazz, six and eleven. Yeah. Um, and they got some good youngins. Uh, what what are you seeing while while focusing on the Jazz? State of the Jazz, bird's eye view, not great. Uh, <laughs> okay, we can move along. Um, <laughs> uh, listen, they had a a really really ugly two game road trip where they lost against the Lakers and then the Blazers, and it wasn't yeah. even like that the Lakers beat them because that would have been fine, but it was that it was so embarrassing the way they played. And yeah. then it was even more embarrassing the next night against the Blazers. And so then they had kind of a, they had a heart to heart film session the next day where uh, everyone was called out. I mean, they were, I think they were averaging like 21 turnovers a game. They'd had a couple games with 23, 24. It was really, really ugly stuff. Everyone was playing ISO ball. It was gross. And Will Hardy 
the coach of the Jazz, he's been saying since he became the head coach, like, I don't believe in free minutes. Of course, during mm-hmm. a tank season, like, that doesn't really matter, right? But right, during right. this season, when they do want to win games, it does matter. And so he started benching guys. <laughs> and, I mean, he started Lowry Markin and Jordan Clarkson uh, in their defense were out for injury and illness uh, on the first game against the Pelicans a couple days ago. But even then, it's not like he started... Colin Sexton or Taylor Horton Tucker or guys who had been in the rotation before, instead of starting them, he dug down like onto the third string and started Omer Yurt Seven, Chris Dunn, Simone Fontecchio. And, you got the minutes. I saw yeah, it was yeah. it was a bunch of it, it was a bunch of guys, you know? Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> uh, and the message was I mean, and he Will Hardy literally said, if you're not gonna play hard and pass, then you can't play for the Utah Jazz. Yeah. What was that other thing he said? I think a little more colorful. He's like, yeah, yo, if you wear the Utah Jazz jersey, you need to give a boop about, about the, the Utah, Utah Jazz. Jazz. Exactly. That was that was the line after after the Portland loss. He was he was pretty fed up. And undefeated now since then. Exactly. <laughs> <of> this recording. <laughs> <laughs> so they turned something on. Yeah, they Simone I mean, Fontecchio is a great name, by the way. I just oh, yeah. was, I think that was the first time I heard Simone it. Simone Fontecchio. Just, Simone Fontecchio. Yeah. Yes, bro. Yes. Give me more with that name. Yeah. So they've been playing really hard the last couple of games. Uh, they won against the Pelicans with Zion, but without Lowry Markinen. So that was right. a good one. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. You know, like yeah. they they have four bad games in a row and a couple good ones. I'm not going to say that everything's turned around. Sure. We're 16 games into the season or whatever. So. But I did see that uh, Taylor Horton Tucker had no turnovers uh, in the last game, which is. <laughs> I he also we'll, had a lot less we'll minutes. That. Yeah. And seven <laughs> assists, though. I was like, okay, that was you're quietly efficient there. I uh, found but... in my basketball career, the only thing that really helped with my turnovers was when they cut my minutes completely down. <laughs> <laughs> and then my turnovers went way down. Complete, yeah, zero turnovers. Zero minutes, too. But you know what? Zero turnovers. So, yeah. mm. But man, when I Quick bragged, pass. I am <laughs> oh, yeah. steel my assist to turnover ratio is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. Just zero. get in there. <laughs> yeah. And I'll, I've been watching some uh, Keontae George highlights too. I, George man, is... this kid. Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> he's the real deal. He's right. He is the real deal. I yeah. Mean, like, he's an absolute hoops junkie, which is very fun. Like, it's like I kind of Jamal Crawford esque, right? Like the. Guys come into the league and they love ball. A lot of them do, right? But mm-hmm. like real hoop junkies are, that's not everyone. And this kid, he got drafted by the Jazz and immediately went back and watched all 82 of the previous season. And then he asked for clips to be cut for him of Mike Conley playing with Jordan Clarkson and Lowry Markinen so that he could get them the ball in the spots that they liked when they had Mike Conley. Wow. <laughs> So that's, wow. that's your rookie mentality. <laughs> yeah. And to top it off, I saw that absolute sickening dunk he had on yeah. Dyson Daniels. I was like, bro, you that's not Dyson. even a poster. That's a that's a missing poster. Ooh, which is uh-huh. funny. It's a that was Keontae George's first first poster ever. Like of oh, his yeah? life. He, wow. He, yeah, he he'd started dunking when he was eighth grade and he said like everything's been open in transition during warm-ups, stuff like that. Uh, and he was like, I've been looking for a body, and, and he yeah. caught Dyson Daniels. Wow, I mean, beautifully, too. Like, some of the photographs are true poetry. It's so, I mean, Keontae George is so fun because when he's coming out of Baylor, like, when the Jazz drafted him, I was like, I don't know, you just, uh, you know, you've got Taylor Horton Tucker, Colin Sexton, Jordan Clarkson on this team, right. and you just drafted a guard out of Baylor who has a negative assist-to-turnover ratio, and right. he's just like, a bucket. yes, we did. And they're like, yeah. yeah, we believe in him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then, and then, like, his first two, I think it's the first three starts, he had, like, 21 assists and two turnovers, I think. When he, he heard was... your questions. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're giving and him bulletin board material. It was funny because, you know, talking to him in su- uh, during Summer League, he'd seen some sort of, like, draft preview that was looking at his game, and they had, like, strengths and weaknesses. And he took a screenshot of the weaknesses and made it his background on his phone. Not as like a, oh, this is what the haters think. But he was yeah, like, this is what I need to work on. He was like, every day I would look at it and I'd be like, okay, I'm going to get these things better. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 
something about elite athletes you know they've they've got something a little bit different than the rest of us so I'm they're like, like, i don't know they're i mean me. they're a little bit they're like slight psychopaths but in a fun way yeah right. of course of course yeah like you were i mean the wording you use is like true hoops junkie like some people like it and some people are junkies it's like right yeah that language is like for people with a problem <laughs> yeah. who need to seek help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, he's got the real, like, the personality defect you're looking for. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> he does have the defect. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> they say that he's got, you know, he's got that dog in him, but it's yes. actually, the D stands for defect, and he does have that in him. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the, got that personality defect in him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got that defective personality. <laughs> he's got that pathology. Um, all right. Uh, Let's, uh, should we take a break? Yeah. And come back and, uh, keep talking about the NBA? Yeah, why not? I, I legitimately dropped a what a sport in there. Uh, I know. You really... had listeners. <laughs> hey, man. That Keontae George. Golly, I'm, I'm trying what a to, sport, I take huh? my inspiration for, as a broadcaster from Magic Johnson's Twitter feed. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> they do play basketball. basketball. Yeah. Oh, wow. That kid can jump, can he? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Congratulations right, we'll to right him. <laughs> the NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources if a new house is on your wish list in the next five years grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an ohio homebuyer plus account from kemba financial credit union a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn seven percent apy a five hundred dollar matching bonus and a fifteen hundred dollar mortgage closing cost credit learn more at kemba.org offer expires march 31st 2025 apy equals annual percentage Yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. And we're back. We're back. And yeah, so the Celtics are 13 and 4. The Timberwolves are 12 and 4. Um, yeah. I feel like the Timberwolves are here. Like they're going to be right around that top spot for okay. for the season like i just it feels like anthony edwards has has the defect um and <laughs> the ability to just kind of will them to where he wants them to be and, and it's kind of coming together we'll we'll see but like i like i'm not as confident that they're going to be there as i am like the celtics who feel sure. like they can't help but be one of the best teams, if not the best team in the league. But, you know, I don't know that they're going to necessarily be ahead of the Nuggets, but I think they're going to be in the hunt for the first seed in the West. I don't know about OKC. I think OKC is going to be in the top six. Orlando is interesting, though. Do we think Orlando is going to be in the top six? I don't know. I read some stat about how, like, teams that start off, like, 13 there's some there's some record within the first 20 games that like typically if a team's there they're they're gonna be amongst like the top five 
yeah going into the postseason and like i think they're two games away from achieving that i don't i mean that's what the statistics say but i don't know it is just wild to see them kind of just put it all together because it's always been like yeah maybe i mean like when they put it all together this could be fun to watch and now they are and now i'm just i guess i don't i haven't seen enough to know like okay so this is where we're starting this is like the new floor for them or if this is you know a flash in the pan Uh, what do you think sarah I was just looking at their schedule because I saw that they'd won the last seven. And I was like, okay, but against who? And mm-hmm. then I look and I'm like, that includes the Bucks, the, the Nuggets, the Pacers, the Celtics. Yeah, they beat the Celtics. <laughs> like they they are it's on one right now. Yeah, right. Um, they're big. They're like big everywhere. They're and they're strong. They're tough. I I feel like they're. Um, that's just been a trend across the league, I guess. These guys are big. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> seeing them in person, they're pretty big, these NBA players. I've heard that, you know, the talent is always getting better and players are always getting taller. That's what I've heard. Yes. <laughs> I've, that's a rumor. We haven't actually confirmed that. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I don't know if I believe in the Timberwolves. I think I probably have, like, a little bit of Rudy Gobert PTSD. And <laughs> mm. I think that, you know, they're probably like a Mike Conley hamstring away from not being good. And Interesting. I've yeah. got PTSD from that, too. But it, here's the thing. I I want them to be good because I love Mike Conley. I want him, He deserves good things. And right. I think that it would be great for things to pay off for Rudy Gobert. And I love Anthony Edwards. He does have that defect. And he's very, very fun. I just don't know if I believe in them. They seem like a really good regular season team. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about the playoffs necessarily. Like the this will I but I feel like this will be their first run where they get some, you know, like it, they've been a feisty first second round team, right? For it since uh Anthony Edwards has been good, but this feels like the year where they could go to the second round and like may make it interesting and start getting those like big big minute reps. Um and I am talking of course about the end season tournament when I'm saying the second <laughs> round. Like that's yes, yes. that we're we're all talking about that, right? right. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the Thunder are sneaky in a way that I also think maybe the I guess the magic are sneaky. Like the Thunder are so much fun to watch. I have right. had an absolute ball watching them. And so I'm ready to believe in them because they're young. A lot of their guys don't make any sense at all. Poku's got a weird mustache that I'm absolutely behind. Uh, Chet Holmgren somehow is strong, even though his body mass is like two pounds, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, and you know, Shay is maybe like the skinniest, best, uh, player in the nba like the the skinniest of the best right and so also has like a very deep voice and he does really weird things on the court that he makes look easy so i just it's a fun weird team and i like weird his game is really strange like you watch it and like his (laughs) like some of the shots he gets like you you would watch him score three times in a row and you still wouldn't be like well there goes like one of the 10 best players in the NBA. You know, there goes it's Shea. Just like, right. <laughs> yeah. It it doesn't feel like it's not like smooth necessarily. No, it's, it's not like, as aesthetically pleasing as like watching, I don't know, like high level scores like Steph Curry, Devin Booker, you know, like guys like that. It It's not aesthetically pleasing to watch Shea. But then no. you finish watching a game, you're like, oh, yeah, 36. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. What a fun season. What a sport. What a um, sport. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let, are we, are we going to do it to the Clippers? We don't have we to talk? do it to the Clippers. Right. I mean, look, we, look, we I, look, look um, I, I took that L on the chin. I Look, I, I copped to it. The Lakers looked absolutely atrocious against the Sixers. But you know what? That somehow wasn't the biggest L of the L.A. teams that night. Um, because it's the Clippers against a jokic list. Murray-less, Gordon-less Nuggets uh, went into the fourth quarter with a lead where they have a tremendous record uh, and still managed to... It all just kind of went away. I don't know what to say. I mean, they had all... And they had all their four of their big four, whatever, however you want to describe that group of four gentlemen. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I 
look, I said off mic, maybe a little bit more colorfully how I felt about it, but now I'm just like, well, yeah, you know, that, that's, that's tough to watch. That's tough to watch. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, do, we, what, do you think they're going to pull it together? No. No. <laughs> no. I don't no. think, it, I mean, I don't think anyone <laughs> objectively thought before the season started that, like, this was the Clippers here. Right? Right. Like, right. That they they have been aging and falling apart and they're just throwing money and whatever else they can at the problem and it's not going to fix it. Yeah. There's a lot of band-aid fixes to things that need like a little bit more attention. Uh, and if and the thought. band-aid is named James Harden, it's not good. Yeah. Uh, did you see that clip of him walking the dog and then he kicked the ball like and then like had a turnover and had to foul the guy because it was going so I was like oh no this is oh, yeah, I comedic <laughs> yeah that was a little bit that kind of like summed things up a bit like yes. uh, in that moment they were like up nine at the time but yeah I, I, I don't think so I don't it's hard to see like just the idea and I'm not trying to cast dispersions but like James Harden and Russell Westbrook like in the year 2023 for me I'm like I don't see that like, I don't see how any of that works on top of just what we've seen with PG and Kawhi. I just don't know. I it just doesn't. I'm like, yes, those are all great names, but I don't know how they collectively make the Clippers better. And that's, I think, what's going on. Yeah. I mean, the PG and Kawhi hadn't worked for years. Like, how does James Harden and Westbrook make that better? Right. Yeah. I don't know. Did you like, feel I Jack? See... You think they got it? You think they can go? You think they can I seem... think they're going to win the you... title this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to zag. Oh, I think they sport. got it. What, what a, a sport. sport. What a Have sport. you seen that guy put the ball in the hole? Um, <laughs> that cow high guy. <laughs> <laughs> cow high? Uh, yeah, I, I still think Kawhi is better than people probably remember or realize. Um, he... But yeah, it's like it, I think there are going to be good moments where you have Kawhi, PG, and every once in a while Harden, like you know Harden playing his way back into shape. They could be scary and make some runs, but I still think they're going to be in that play-in range, which is probably not where you want to go with a roster that is the age that they are. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm I'm done. I've officially maybe it's just me getting old, but I'm done with teams looking good on paper because like right paper is not part of basketball like no. they, they, it has to look good on the court and so like you know you look at that roster on paper and Kawhi, pg harden westbrook like that's those are some good names and yeah, right in practice though not good yeah yeah, yeah on paper that's where you know because paper goes in the trash it does uh, you know that's the thing about paper <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You hate to see it. You hate to see it, you know, especially as a Laker fan. You hate to see it. Uh, but I just do want to say one more thing because I was thinking of Pat Bev. I can't believe he was, he was like shooting 50% or something from three against us. And I'm like, is maybe he, he just eventually plays with every team in the league. He can have those like comeback performances and just be the consistent monster that we all know he can be. He becomes so, like anyway. the greatest player in the league yeah. in his mid 40s. Every game is a grudge match. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here I go. Did you guys know that Russell Westbrook's wife is a therapist? Uh, physical or a like or a, psychiatric oh, or otherwise like a mental like she's a she has a degree in oh, like wow. psychology she's a, a like licensed therapist she doesn't have time to like have a practice because like she's got a family and a husband who's in the nba but she like that's why she does like her show and stuff because she's like a legitimate therapist yeah amazing yeah which makes Ooh. me think that russell westbrook might be the most well-adjusted NBA player, and maybe we've just all been wrong about everything else around him. <laughs> right, right. Even when he's going after fans, yeah, <laughs> it's like he's but like even like well, then I was he's... taught. To, I have to set boundaries. Is actually something yeah. I've learned in therapy. Yes, um, it's like <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm kind okay. of with right, Russ... him most of the time when he's yeah, like going so after too. fans. I'm like, yeah. yeah, like he's like this. Think about how this feels for like my family, man. Like that, this sucks. Like you're yeah. being very mean to me. <laughs> right like, and it, it not, that's that's absolutely true but i guess yeah. like in a fan's mind who's like being toxic it's like well they got all that money it's like what right. disappear their entire family <laughs> to a place where they don't have to face the scrutiny that they are because this person plays in this city i don't know about that either yeah after 12 years of being people like screaming in your face like the worst obscenities that they can think of you're just like 
the money makes it feel good. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. about it. Um, Wemby had uh, another one of the games where it was like it fit. You could tell he was a little bit locked in, a little bit like wanting to wanting to see what he could do against Jokic. You know, he he said that he modeled his game after Durant, and his first best game came against Durant. And then obviously Jokic is the best big man in the league, maybe the best player in the league. Yeah. Um, and he played pretty well. It was there. There was just a a series of weird things that he was doing that uh, I'd never seen a human body do before. Um, some lobs <laughs> where he was like catching it and just like dunking it where when the rim was at his neck and stuff. Um, but also like defending Jokic in a way that was that was pretty, wild. Yeah. You, you could tell Jokic, like, even, like, his post-game comments are like, yo, let this kid cook. Like, he's changing the game. So, like, let's just watch it. And I could tell, and that came from a place of sincerity because watching him be, like, flummoxed by his limbs and stuff and his length, yeah. I was like, oh, wow, Jokic is even like, yo, usually I can get the ball over there. But now, there's, like, one no-look that was so wild to see, like, Anytime Jokic comes up, like you'd be like, okay, he's hitting that no look pass. Somehow Wemby was so long, he was like, the velocity was not intense <laughs> enough for me to not intercept this, and I will yeah. merely take this with my seven feet arms. But yeah, it, uh, that was something, something to watch for sure. That KG uh, clip, I don't know what that was from, but Kevin Garnett, who was freaking out about LeBron James playing like this uh, after this many years, and then he was like, we've got a seven foot four Frenchman. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> who's doing things that we've never like yes right. we all agree with you that's how we all feel this kid is insane <laughs> right for sure Ooh. um the i also really like the clip of jalen pickett when he like meets Wembenyama, shakes hands with him and then is like <laughs> just you can see his like face turn like he, he's just like wait what is right. what is happening and then he's like talking on the sideline <laughs> He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he does a double take. It was like one of those things where just like it, it felt like you know when like 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 when you meet some like macho dude and he tries to really grip your hand like yeah. you doing like assert dominance like that and you're and like afterwards you're like what was that about like yeah. he did that just because of the size of Wemby's like you don't have to have your hand all big like that yeah. yeah he prove. looked at him like what are we doing here yeah. <laughs> he just l keeps looking at his hands after they shake <laughs> hands like, we shook hands I'm not gonna lie like his hand went to like here his finger he's like, like pointing to his elbow his hand came up right here his middle finger bro he shook my hand came up like right here bro <laughs> <laughs> So, he, at, so he shakes his hand, like walks away, like he's seen a ghost from the handshake. Is on the sideline talking to somebody, being like, "I swear to Everybody. God, his hand came up to my <laughs> forearm." And then they're like showing in the game, he's on the sideline, being like, still. "No, no, no, for real. It was like right here, here. It was. It's like he was tickling that little it. part where like your your elbow is on the other side. Yeah. That like actually sensitive. felt pretty good. He was tickling that with a yeah. handshake. Yeah, he's a uh, yeah. It's wild how like hand obsessed, cause, like with the way that clip is sort of structured. It sounds like Trump. He's like, he's the big hands, very big hands, big, big Christmas Jack. hands, Christmas hands. <laughs> I'm a, um, I'm gonna go see those Christmas hands because I had a choice to skip some games right around Christmas to like uh -huh. be home and take some days off, and uh, the Jazz are playing the Spurs the day after Christmas, and I was like, no, it's fine. I'll fly to San Antonio on Christmas Day. It's fine. Yeah, wow. yeah, I'm, I'm trying to see Wemby. Yeah, yeah, especially in this verse. I mean, we caught Summer League Wemby, which was, I think, not the, just so unfair to him, too, because I was, was like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like, we He'd were all the ball and everyone would be like, oh. oh. Okay. And it's it was, like a warm up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Just, like, giving it to I've the been ball to boy. so many Summer Leagues, and I have never seen everyone in the Thomas and Mack Center stand up during warm-ups like the yeah. entirety of it it was the weirdest spectacle to yeah. watch the people watch right. him yeah that's what made it a little bit more unsettling because that's yeah. where i was like ah this is the worst environment for anybody to try and perform in, <laughs> yeah. just in general and i'm part of it but yeah oh man well good luck to to you out there on boxing day as it's called yeah. in yes places. can't wait yeah. Lamelo Ball has been having an amazing season and uh, has suffered a significant right angle injury, a right ankle, right <laughs> ankle injury. Right. It is 90, a right 90. angle. 90. Yeah, yeah, uh, ankle injury, but avoided any fractures, so that's good because I, I would like to see him complete a whole season of basketball. Please, um, 
Please, he's been Melo. he's been playing really well. Yeah. Um, and then Shangun has been, yeah, incredible. Um, I didn't realize he he's six eleven now. <laughs> yeah, he keeps growing. I I think he's headed for Wemby territory. He's just gonna keep growing. <laughs> he he went up two inches in the off season. Dude, imagine him on OKC. How old? I don't want to. How why why old would is I do Sengun? that? <laughs> Did, I don't how he's how old is he? Let's see. Can't be older than 35. I don't think <laughs> he he's um, 21. 21. <laughs> Yo, 21 is 2002. Old. No. 20 21 is old for a two inch growth <laughs> to spurt. still be growing. Yeah, I'm, it, 21 yeah. is not. Oh, he's a grown boy territory. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's why. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. But yeah, know. he's been playing. He's been balling. Uh, the Rockets are good inexplicably. Uh, they're another one that I feel like a lot of people didn't see coming. I mean, obviously, when I say a lot of people didn't see coming, obviously, I'm not talking about everyone us. else. We we called all this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. go back and listen to the. Oh, actually, I think those episodes were pulled down. Um, yeah, but we call it all yeah the, the Pentagon, the Department of Defense said we had to take them down because oh of, yeah because they mm, didn't the information want other was countries the intelligence yeah, yeah, yeah they didn't want other countries to know about us or something yeah. it was like a security risk to hear how smart and right we are about everything but then they but then they forced us to go back into our liquid tanks where they put the headset on us and we just started yeah. predicting the, things the boosties were too mad yeah exactly <laughs> precog precog boosties <laughs> sir have you heard how mad these boosties are they're too mad <laughs> call the pentagon <laughs> these boosties have gone mad the guy just absently guessed the nuclear codes on on air <laughs> they were talking about the episode of some tv show lost and he said the exact code <laughs> And the code was Dylan wrote. Brooks. Yeah. That's right. It's all Dylan Brooks. I know I know he's he's thinking that, so we might as well just come yeah, out and say is. this is all Dylan Brooks. It has nothing to do with the coaching change, nothing to do with the other veterans. It's all Dylan Brooks. And no. yeah. I mean, look how bad the Grizzlies have played thus far. Look how well his new team has played. Um I do like I'm joking but there's like 10% of me that's like man he he's like mini draymond though he's, no he's not no okay it's not I'll the reason i mean, I, <laughs> that, I, agree, I agree that he believes it's the reason yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not <laughs> okay all right so we have this new segment uh that is <laughs> 100 right now original yep. it yep. is um so it's called jacked in a fool Okay. Now my name is Jack, no, and I there's a that. phrase that I use all the time, saying, uh -huh. "Man, he is acting a fool." Uh, <laughs> when talking about a player, so Super Producer Jabari uh, just kind of put it to it, just went in the lab and came back with this thing called "Jacked in a Fool," mm -hmm. uh, where we're gonna have a Jacked in a Fool moment of the week. Uh, mm -hmm. a, again, TM and uh, all rights reserved yeah. and copyright. Copyright 2023. Uh, yeah, a little mm -hmm. copyright thing um, behind this because this is 100% original. Uh, and <laughs> you're never going to guess who the star of uh, this week's Jacked in a Fool clip is. Jacked in a Pool. Jacked I in think. a Pool. Uh, <laughs> we could, you could just rename the segment. Um, so many good TM, moments. rights reserved. Rights reserved. TM, copyright. Reserved. M -M -X -X -I -I -I. Yep. There's been some wonderful it. edits from people, uh, you know, show like there's, there's one where he does this like six spin dribble, like brings it like at half court, um, gets up to the three point line, like shoots this very smooth looking three pointer, and like everything is like beautiful. They're like ramping it to like slow-mo on the spin dribble, slow-mo on the three. And then it like misses by a foot and a half to the left. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then he just like looks at his hands. <laughs> uh, yeah. But this, the, the Jack and a Fool moment of the week has to be when he shook. Uh, was it Cade? Yeah, I think he Cade. shook Cade. Yeah. Um, put, put Cade on skates took a moment to admire his work and then tried to do a little scoop shot, but like he did it in, in, in a weird way and immediately got it swatted uh, by Asar. Uh, so George shook him oh, and nope. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling 
it's there was something from the about, about the jaws pod of like too. a beautiful victory. Yeah, he's like, oh, see you later. Now, <laughs> nope. Like it, he could, so he thought to just like take the shot, but then was like, wow, I'm so wide open. I should do something cool, like take a moment and and just uh, come at this guy who was immediately just gonna swap me away like a yeah. loose fly. But hey, there I, and then, I mean, I watched that video just now, and I I don't understand what he was thinking. Yeah, I don't know Jordan what possible. Poole? Yeah, <laughs> Jordan Poole's doing the long game. Uh, our, okay. our boy. <laughs> yeah. Jack in the is, pool. What are you saying? This is uh, Andy Kaufman? Yeah. He's doing some Andy Kaufman stuff to us right yeah, now? Yeah, it's a pool party. He's yeah. <laughs> this is a long game. He's been like, oh, y'all thought I was really... Come on now. Why don't hey, turn it up? I've now? been on the Jordan Poole bandwagon since he hit that game winner at Michigan uh, his freshman year. Wearing the short shorts, I was like, "This guy's got, this guy's got something." Got and moxie. then uh, he certainly got something. Yeah, then, yeah. Turns out I was right <laughs> as usual. He's got something. If you He's just keep something. it real vague, your predictions can be uh, oh, this kid's right. Got something. This kid's got something. <laughs> I didn't say what the it was. Emphasis. Yeah. Yeah. The kid's got something. That's the emphasis. That's, That's the, the way. One. Something. something. Jordan Poole definitely has something. Yeah. He's got something. He's got something. He's got something. <laughs> Something. Yeah. All right. All well, right. Well, that's been jacking the fool. <laughs> TM copyright MC MM. I think it's different enough if it's uh, jacking. Jacking. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Not this guy is acting the fool. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna do the fastest segment in podcasting. We'll be right back. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources open a limited time 11 month certificate at kemba financial credit union at 5.25 percent apy it's more than triple the national average plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details offer expires may 31st 2024 apy equals annual percentage yield restrictions apply 500 minimum and two hundred fifty thousand dollars maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Let's go! And we're back. We're back. Um... (laughs) 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 you poor unfortunate soul you wandered into the fourth quarter fortunate soul trademark copyright that thank you now it's time for the fastest question answer segment in sports podcasting history. It's the fourth quarter rapid fire round of questioning. You've done this before. You already get it. We are going to ask you a question. You immediately respond. Don't take your time. Just give us those quick 
fast twitch responses. You know what I mean? No, so I know what you mean. I didn't do a good job of that last time. I just took an hour to answer every question. <laughs> no, well, guess what? We've gotten a we've learned a lot since that appearance, okay. and we've gotten All a right. lot more aggressive with maintaining our title. So please don't think we're rude. Even here though we, we will be very rude. Okay, here we go. Fourth quarter of the biggest game of the year, the championship <laughs> of the in-season tournament. Here we go. <laughs> Brian, start the clock. Dum, 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 dum. Were you doing Bill Mark? Yeah. Was that the uh, dude? Dude, he's my all favorite right, all right, here comedian. We go. <laughs> Taking quite a long time to get into the fastest okay, yeah, right, segment. Right. Good, good call. You're right. Even better. Uh, okay. Do you want to go first? Or, I can go first. All right. All right. Sarah Todd, I want to hear you ghostwrite a tweet for Magic Johnson on a subject of your choosing. You know, a ham sandwich is always good when there's bread involved. Yes. Oh, nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> we, were trying to do, we were trying to do Magic Johnson movie tweets before, and I think the, the one I came up with was, The Godfather is a quality film. Yeah, um, that, that feels like good. That, be, that yeah. feels right. Um, okay. uh, congratulations to uh, Al Pacino. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just like, yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Martin Scorsese. Does he ever make a bad movie? I don't know. Fargo was an Oscar-worthy film. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seven years after it won an Oscar. Right. <laughs> Shakespeare in Love, underrated. <laughs> Even though nope. it did win Best Picture, you're like, this is this is a weird fact. Okay, we got to keep it moving, Sarah. You've covered squads in both regions, okay, both towns, the Bay Area and Salt Lake. Who has the better food? Bay Area. Wow. Now, what is it about? The you're Bay gonna Area do that there? to the Salt Lake? I mean, yeah. I don't think that anyone in Utah thinks that they have like the most culturally diverse food selection. Dirty sodas. Dirty yeah. sodas. I, d- I mean, I still don't, I can't wrap my hand around the dirty soda thing because it just, <laughs> uh, well, just a regular soda works for me. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, yeah, dirty but it up. The, I mean, the Bay Area is crazy. You can literally have any type of food that you want at 4 a.m. Yeah, that's, that's a good, that's, that's not bad. Yeah. What do you miss the most? What's your 4 a.m. thing? What's that thing you're like, oh man, if I was in the Bay right now? Uh, oh man, there's so many things. Sarah, hurry up, please. There's a place in San Francisco called the Garlic Rose, I think it's called. The Stinking Rose? Stinking Rose. Maybe that's it. There's a Stinking Rose in LA that's like an all-garlic restaurant? Yes, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And what more could you ask for? Yeah, that one thing that's just like garlic that's steeped in oil that you just like smear on the bread. Bay Area also, like, there's a bunch of restaurants that I would go to. Like late at night or at any point during the day, even I'd walk into them just because I knew where they were. I have no idea what the names of those places are. Right. But right, like, right. I know that there's a place like right. close to a bank downtown right. that is an Indian place that's open till 4 a.m. and it's incredible. Oh, yeah. God, love it. What a sport. What a sport. <laughs> I'm just finding out that Mark Cuban is selling the Mavs. Oh, you know what I miss the most? There is a taco truck. Near the corner of High and International in Oakland, uh, it's across. It's right next to a Valero and a Burger King, so it's like right there. If anybody's yeah. from the area, they know the one, and it is the absolute best taco in the world. I like that, Jack. You're just like I'm reading right now. Mark Cuban is selling the Mavericks, <laughs> and we just completely steamrolled through. <laughs> Wait, hey, he really is. Show. Yeah, oh, Mark Cuban. Huh, cool. Um, all right. Who's the most underappreciated of the truly all-time greats? Someone who deserves to be mentioned, but is often left out of the all-time debates of the all-time. Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. Mm. Love that answer. I mean, what is it about Dennis Rodman? There has never been a single player that I can remember watching that would put his actual life on the line for a rebound. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like Truly. he'd be like if, if the choice is like do I die or do I get this rebound and it leads to a bucket I'll take the oh, rebound yeah. I'm taking the yeah. board every time yeah. yeah yeah. what do you think it was just like do you think everyone was just kind of distracted by the stuff off the court and just like his you know flashy hair and stuff like that that kind of changes that or do you think it's just because the art of rebounding is just generally not as respected as it could be I mean I think that defense is never as respected as offense like yeah. scoring is always going to be flashier and like you know the 
the score is what's going to stick in people's minds right. and the people who add to that. I mean, and it's hard to be on a team with guys like Isaiah or Michael Jordan and like in the era that he was on those teams right. and be the guy that's remembered. Right. Yeah. It's like, so. it's like I had to dye my head lime green. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> for y'all to even figure out I was doing something out here. He was so, I'm probably him and Ron Artest. Those are right. Cause I mean, I like defense, so I'm always going to yeah. pick those guys, but you guys don't, I mean, the, the kids, they don't remember how good these yeah. guys were. <laughs> <laughs> they never seen a guy stretched out like it was quarter to three trying to get yeah. a ball on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it me now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. See, this is Sarah. This is where you got to really help us out. <laughs> yeah, you know, like sometimes we get so nostalgic. Because uh, I remember, I, side note, I did a book report on Bad as I Want to Be when the Dennis Rodman biography <laughs> came out in school. Yes. And my teacher, I got in trouble because they're like, what are you? What? You just said it was a biography of a basketball player. Like, you're talking about drug use and stuff. I'm like, this is what's in the book. That's what's, what's in the book. That's his story, miss. What do you want me to say? Deny that? No. How was his prose? Uh, I mean, I think I was in fifth grade when it came yeah, out, so okay. masterful. masterful. Yeah, it was it was ready. It was ripe for reading at that age. I thought I was reading Lord Byron, to be <laughs> honest. Um, Sarah, here's a question. You can take two players from all of history to create your Mad Boosties edition NBA Jam team. Which two players are you putting together for your special edition team? Larry Bird and Dennis Rodman. Larry whoa, Bird and whoa. Dennis Rodman. I've heard of Dennis Rodman. Who's Larry Bird? <laughs> <laughs> the kids good, these huh? days. <laughs> yeah. Is I he feel like, like Dennis Rodman like would Brady have some Dick? of the greatest body checking. Him oh, and yeah. uh, Charles Barkley would be incredible. Like, just toss you down court. Yeah, they would create new animations for, like, your character, like, yeah. actually go into the stands or something. Yeah, what I, what I like is that my team is... Like in the middle, there's like something happens, a foul, someone misses a shot or something. And then the, my team, the animation is just them fighting. <laughs> <laughs> They're just fighting whoever's next to them. Right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> He's the only player in NBA Jam history that has a Mortal Kombat fatality move. <laughs> Listen, the other team can't win if you knock them out. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, all right. Finally, we're trying something new. You've been on before. You've told us. Uh, you've given your answer for Jack or Miles. Wow. But the real question here is uh, bacon or beer can? Miles, do you want to do the honor? Yeah, uh, sorry. Bacon or beer can? Bacon. 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 That's correct. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. That's correct. Dang. Wow. Man, From way downtown. Sarah is killing it today. What a game. What a sport. I'm telling you. And that has been the fourth quarter round of rapid fire questioning. Thank you so much, Sarah Todd, for joining us on Miles and Jack Got Mad Boosties. I did Where a do really people... good job. I think you guys talked more than I did during that. Oh, okay, I'm, 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 I did a gonna, really yeah. good job of being really fast. No. I was just over here wistfully remembering <laughs> all of my favorite memories from when Mark Cuban was the owner of the Mavericks. <laughs> Wait, and... is that really happening? Yeah, he just yeah, sold it to the Adelsons. Just sold it to yeah to Miriam Adelson. <laughs> Who's that? I don't know. The I don't know who. Sheldon like, Adelson. Sheldon Adelson oh, is the good. casino magnate oh, who also bankrolled a lot of you. the Trump presidency. Anyway, yo, here we go. Um, huh. Sarah, where can people find you and follow you and read you and all that kind of good stuff? Listen to you. You can read all my stuff at Deseret.com. That's D-E-S-E-R-E-T. You can follow me at NBA Sarah on everything, everywhere. And you can listen to my podcast, Unsalvageable. We just started a Patreon. We've got interviews with players on the Utah Jazz. We've got good at mailbag episodes. Uh, so there's lots of cool stuff that you you don't get anywhere else if you're into the Utah Jazz. Awesome. Bang, bang. All right. Uh, where do they find us? Oh, that's right. You can follow the hashtag on Twitter at, or not at, hashtag MadBoosties. You can follow me uh, at Miles of Gray. I'm at Jack underscore O'Brien. Um, and this has been another edition of Miles and Jack Got Mad Boosties. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you, Sarah. Bye.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.